0: What up, Ring Crew Army and MOW fans? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows. And on this episode, I'll be going over MOW Fusion Alpha. This is October 13th, 2021 edition, which happened on Wednesday. You can see it live on the YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash major league wrestling and also breaking news if you guys want to see it on fight tv if you guys have the fight tv app that's very great news for you guys because they are streaming it free on there as well so every single wednesday you'll be able to see it not only on fight tv but also on youtube and that's a very great opportunity for mow for the time being as you guys know Fight Fightland was just featured on Vice TV. You never know when they're going to come back on Vice TV but if you want some Mow action either check out the YouTube channel or the Fight TV app. Any type of support helps out Mow, And any type of support of listening to this podcast with your host Marie Shadows helps me out greatly. I know that I am also late in reviewing this episode and the following two episodes but sometimes you have to take time to recharge batteries and then jump right back onto the grind and that's exactly what i did so that's exactly why there hasn't been any new podcast episodes ever since the Fightland video, the Fightland review, which, by the way, for everyone going to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash square circle podcast, thank you guys so much for bringing that MLW Fightland review up to at least 819 views and counting. I am extremely excited that we are at that number of views. Just keep watching, keep sharing, and make sure to hit that subscribe button and click that bell for all notifications to know when I do my live streams and when I upload new videos over on the audio side in anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast we just got that video up to eight listens if you guys want to listen to just the audio version head over to anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast and get those numbers up for me and I will be truly appreciative of everyone that supports and listens you guys are amazing I wouldn't be here without you guys to give me that constant support and that's what's happening on the back end of the square circle podcast now let me jump right into this review of MLW Fusion Alpha of October 13th, 2021. MOW opens up with Lee Moriarty taking on Calvin Tankman. Normally, I am not too fond of matches where you have a really huge powerhouse of Calvin Tankman taking on Lee Moriarty, who is the smaller competitor, but the smaller competitor is definitely fast and definitely smart. We see this in other promotions and most of the time those promotions end up having matches like this to be a squash match. But what I really appreciate about MOW is that their mission statement is definitely combat sports. And you definitely see that with each of the talent that MOW signs and that the matchups that they put together. This was not a squash match by any means. They allowed Lee Moriarty to get his his moves and also his psychology when going after Calvin Tankman of course when you fight someone as big and powerful as Tankman you have to really think on your feet and really try to dissect the powerhouse that's in front of you because if you just try running at him you're basically going to be running into a brick wall that's like the equivalent of it so I really enjoyed this match I really enjoyed the dynamic you saw the smartness of lee moriarty and he definitely does not give up he has such a ambitious heart and perseverance that everyone should have and embody and you definitely saw that in this match so here are some key highlights of that match which i really enjoyed like i said Lee Moriarty was smart with doing the hit and run tactics to Calvin Tankman. However, Tankman was really dominant most of the match. That's because of his size and his power. But Lee would just come back with more offense and trying to get Tankman off of his game. Lee Moriarty comes in with a kick to Tankman's knee. Always take out the big man's knee so that way you can at least... Gets some type of offense in. He tries to go for a cover, but Tankman is kicking out at that point. Lee is using all of his body and weight to try to get this octopus move onto Tankman. He does. However, Tankman powers out of that. Tankman does a power slam to Moriarty through the ropes, which was very innovative. Lee Moriarty then kicks out with determination. And gets to have some rapid offense against Tankman. However, Tankman comes in with a huge powerbomb. And goes for the pin on Moriarty. But Moriarty kicks out. Tankman goes for a back elbow. But that misses. And Lee comes in with a kick. A jumping uppercut. And then goes for a cover. Tankman kicks out. And then a shiny wizard to follow all of that up on Tankman. For Moriarty to go for a cover. And this is smart, especially if you are an up-and-coming wrestler and you are a small competitor and you're going against a powerhouse. You better have a lot of rapid offense and do a lot of power moves to the best of your ability your own special power moves to a power guy and the more that you do these moves in repetition the more that it stacks on so you want to stack on and keep the pressure on a powerhouse so that way maybe in the event when you cover your opponent up you may end up getting the one two three victory and you may end up getting the upset victory by doing this so this is how Moriarty was showing how smart he Is as a wrestler to do this to Calvin Tankman, and it just was not a squash match like at all. Calvin Tankman does catch Moriarty with a back elbow, and this only stuns Moriarty for a quick, brief second until Moriarty jumps off the top rope and gets caught. Tankman then does his finisher, the Tankman driver. And this puts Lee Moriarty away, and Calvin Tankman picks up the one, two, three. So, your winner of Lee Moriarty versus Calvin Tankman that opened up MOW Fusion is Calvin Tankman. Now, post match, Alex Kane and King Mo approach Calvin Tankman. And they basically extend an offer for him to join their team. But Calvin Tegman does not give them an answer right away. Calvin Tegman is going to think about it and he leaves to go to the back. Well, dear listeners. What do you guys think? Do you think that Calvin Tankman should join the team of Alex Kane and Kane Mo? Let me know in the comments. Let me know in a voice message. You could do all of that by either going to anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast to leave your thoughts or go to youtube.com forward slash square circle podcast to drop a comment below. Let me know what you think about this. Here's what I think. Calvin Tankman has been having a good run he's been having victories I do not think him joining a team right now will benefit him but it could elevate his status if he does decide to join up with Alex Kane and Kane Mo he could have a trial period he could negotiate like that so who knows we'll find out in future episodes to see what happens but again if you have an opinion make sure to drop it at any of those links that I said previously. Next, we have a promo by Joseph Samuel, who is the head leader of Contra and his most prized fighter, Jacob Fatu, that was the MOW champion for two years, finally lost to Hammerstone. That's right. Hammerstone is our new double champion of MOW. And they had an amazing fight at MOW Fightland, all puns intended. And so joseph is giving this amazing promo this amazing storytelling promo where i took one line of his promo and i wrote it down in my notes and he says to hammerstone we took our trophy and he was referring to the fact that Hammerstone got injured in the match. So Joseph is not worried about Jacob Fatu losing the belt, even though you think that should be the point of the promo, that they lost the belt, they lost the power, they lost the control. But no, he switches it up, and he makes you think about a different aspect of the match. Sure, Contra is no longer in control. Contra right now is trying to regroup after Hammerstone takes the belt off of Jacob Fatu. But what did Hammerstone have to sacrifice in order for that to happen? In order for him to take the boat off of Jacob Fatu, Hammerstone got injured during the match. And even with the interference on top of that. So it adds layers to this story, to this angle. And Joseph Samuel definitely wants you to focus on the fact of Hammerstone gave up something. In order to win that belt and take MLW back and make it prestigious, even though Jacob Fatu was definitely a fighting champion and definitely will fight anybody. But for the sake of this conversation, because Contra is the heel stable and the heel wrestlers, you have hammerstone being the face and this is what i love about mow everyone sticks to their characters everyone sticks to their foundations and this is why it's easy to do promos like this in order to make sure that a story is being told so hammerstone because he got injured that is definitely the metaphor of him giving something up Even though he is still clear to compete, but just on the notion of knowing that your opponent, a newly crowned champion, could relinquish that title and your prize fighter could go and get it at any time is really something to focus on. And that's what you as a fan is focusing on rather than celebrating a new champion because Joseph Samuel says, we already took our trophy. And that trophy is Hammerstone could have been on the injured list and he would have relinquished the title. And he was hoping that that would have been the case. But obviously, it is not the case. Hammerstone is perfectly fine. So I really wanted to point it out. So I really want to point out that storytelling technique that Joseph Samuel does in his promo video. And that's why you pay attention. And that was really excellent. Now, Come November 6th in Philadelphia at the 2300 Arena, it is going to be War Chamber, which means that Contra has the advantage. And I will explain why in a future live stream episode, going down the card for War Chamber November 6th and breaking out all the matches and explaining to you guys why. Contra has the advantage going into this MOW show War Chamber November 6th at Philly at the 2300 Arena. That live stream will only be on the Square Circle Podcast YouTube. So you know what you got to do. After that, we get another backstage promo. This has definitely been pre-taped, but this is in Caesar Duran's office. And Hammerstone comes in and Hammerstone relinquished his national open weight championship title. Man, I was like, yo, you could do double duty at this point. Like, you should be a really huge fighting champion. But at the same time, I understand why he relinquished the national open weight championship title. So that way, someone else can get an opportunity to hold that gold because right now Hammerstone represents MOW Hammerstone has brought MOW into the light rather than having Jacob Fatu of Contra keep MOW in the darkness even if Jacob Fatu was a fighting champion no matter what Next, we have a women's featherweight division match. We have Brittany Blake taking on Delmi Exo, which, by the way, I may mess up her name whenever she's wrestling on MOW. It's going to take me a while to, like, say her name right. But Delmi, Delmi is one half of the Stars with her sister... Ashley Vox, which Ashley Vox had a match last week on MLW Fusion Alpha. This was an okay match. Nothing really stood out except for when Brittany Blake did a head scissors takeover and that momentum pushed Delmi to the ropes and she decided to sit on the apron to catch her breath. She didn't think that Brittany Blake will continue the offense and she did and Brittany Blake came in with a 619 while Demi was sitting on the ring apron and I thought that was just a brilliant move no one really does that and that's what I love when indie women or just women wrestlers in general take things that they love and just tweak them a little bit they don't have to make it full-blown unique half the time because I can understand that everything gets used in professional wrestling and I could also understand that it's hard to come up with new maneuvers. So if you really can't come up with a unique maneuver, just take something that you love and tweak it just like this. Usually when people hit the 619, they are hanging on the ropes. They are not sitting on the apron. And I thought that was really clever to sit on the apron. And because of the momentum of the 619, it pushes you back into the ring. And, you know, everyone is a professional, but always make sure that you are safe when doing it. But I really thought that was a really nice innovation to a 619 rather than the original, like I said, hanging up on the ropes and then bam, do it just to go back into the ring and maybe have a roll up. And then Delmi comes in with her finisher, which is a pedigree. The commentators called it an executioner, but it's definitely a pedigree. And she hits it on Brittany Blake and she covers Brittany and gets the one, two, three, and Delmi gets her victory in MOW. We then get a backstage segment where cameras caught counter members trying to jump hammerstone but that doesn't work so ej naduka comes in to save hammerstone and destroy the contra members that try to attack hammerstone and so Hammerstone sees this and Hammerstone offers EJ a spot on his team to face Contra at the War Chamber show, November 6th in Philly at the 2300 Arena. EJ does accept Hammerstone's offer and is another recruited member to his team. The other recruited member is Rich Holiday, most marketable. Our main event of MLW Fusion Alpha for 10 2021 is tom lawler taking on davy richards now this is one hell of a match you have davy richards who is one hell of a wrestler and you have tom lawler who basically fits in professional wrestling even though he is a former ufc fighter and probably a ufc champion and he definitely has that it factor which is very interesting to watch he is definitely the leader of team filthy and he does play filthy he really does this match between these two athletes was definitely chain wrestling no matter what tom lawler decided to work on the arm of davy and tom lawler is good at working on a specific body part to set up for an arm breaker or anything of that sort davy richards manages to do a dragon screw to tom lawler davy richards manages to do a submission to Tom Lawler and Tom crawls his way over to getting a rope break. Tom manages to do a guillotine choke to Davy Richards but Davy just reverses that and puts an ankle lock on Tom Lawler. The amount of counter wrestling that this match had there were so many of them and Davy Richards is so smooth now at countering other people's moves to put them in an the ankle lock is very surprising and I say that because I'm going to be talking in depth about Davy Richards versus Bobby Fish during the opera cup. And that was amazing as well. Davy Richards has definitely come a long way and definitely developed more in his wrestling style. If he's able to counter people so easily, so smoothly without any type of resistance or any fuck ups. And I really enjoy that. And I really enjoy the fact that he's fighting People on his level and Tom Lawler is one of those guys that are on his level that could definitely match his move for move psychology and even switch it up himself like Tom Lawler is definitely no slouch Davy Richards is no slouch put these two together in a ring and you have magic Davy Richards manages to do a double stomp onto Tom Lawler goes for the cover Tom Lawler is definitely not having it so he decides to kick out and as he's kicking out, Davey Richards applies another ankle lock. Tom counters that into his own submission. However, Davy Richards comes back and counters that with an ankle lock. And he drops down to apply the body scissors. So that way, Tom Lawler can go anywhere, cannot try to even counter that. But Tom Lawler is definitely defiant until the end. Tom Lawler decided to give the middle finger salute to not only the camera, but also to Davy Richards. And he did not tap, but him quote unquote kayfabing passing out allows Davy Richards to pick up the victory over Tom Lawler by TKO. So if Tom Lawler ever wanted a rematch against Davy Richards, all he has to say is that he never tapped. And that is true. Tom Lawler never tapped. He passes out. Therefore, your winner is still Davy Richards. And that was a phenomenal match to close out MOW Fusion. We also got word that on the next episode of MOW Fusion Alpha, we're definitely going to have Richard Holiday putting up his Caribbean Championship title against King Muertes. And then we get a last-minute promo where it is injustice talking about 5150 and we have a parking lot brawl to end the show completely all right everyone that is my whole entire review of MOW Fusion Alpha for 10132021 i hope you guys enjoyed that and come back for the next MOW Fusion Alpha review for 10202021 and now it's plug in time guys because I have to tell you the many ways to support your host Marie Shadows of the Square Circle podcast. If you love these MOW reviews, please make sure to share it on your social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere that anyone can access podcast episodes, and make sure to tag MOW and Court Bauer to let them know that. They have someone to review their shows and basically give suggestions because I am no ordinary podcaster. My podcast is not ordinary. I do not just talk about the bad. I talk about everything and how to improve and tips and tricks to help improve you as a young up and coming wrestler with the knowledge that I have. Yes, I know that sounds egotistical, but super confident in my ability to think outside the box and just give different perspectives and unique understandings of how to see professional wrestling because professional wrestling is subjective we know this but i'm able to put things into perspective where it can definitely help your character and progress your character if i cannot do that then i have failed at my job but if any tips and tricks are taken out of any of my podcast episodes and you use them to your ability then I've done my job and I love what I do. I say this all the time. I love what I do. It is not just a gimmick to live by. It is my world. It is everything. I love professional wrestling. MOW definitely brings out the combat sports that they talk about. And MOW does a fantastic job with the talent that they have and they currently present. So make sure to also follow MOW on YouTube Watch their shows every single Wednesday at 7 p.m. right before AEW Dynamite. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoy this audio, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. And if you want video, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash square circle podcast. I do have a Patreon. It is currently under construction It will be back up soon with tiers that you can subscribe to, to keep the channel alive, to keep what I love to do alive. You can still visit the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Marie Shadows because together we're making wrestling memories. And then I also have a newsletter. If you go over to my Twitter account, you should be following my Twitter for anything and everything wrestling at Marie underscore Shadows over on Twitter. If you go to my profile, there is a button now where you can click the subscribe button and that automatically has you subscribing to my newsletter and I talk about everything in life such as mental health where I've been for the past couple of days because I haven't been uploading content and just other things that I do in the wrestling business so it is basically your one stop to get to know me behind the scenes a little bit more And for the most recent social media platform, I created a Discord. The Discord link will be in the description in both Anchor and on YouTube and definitely on the Patreon side. You guys can definitely join the Discord. I would love it if you join the Discord. It is about wrestling. It's about writing. It's about hobbies. It's about life. It's about motivation because we're there to pick each other up. It's definitely a safe space for everyone there. It is a positive environment. I do not want any negativity or toxicity in there. If there is, you will probably get booted, but you are more than welcome to join. Just be kind and courteous to everyone that is there. We are there having a good time talking about wrestling, talking about hobbies, making sure that we achieve all of our goals. And it's a way for me to give back to all the fans that have ever supported me and the podcasts as well. You can find the Discord manually if you search in Squared Circle Podcast to make things easier. So you could do that and go that way or just click the link in the description below. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is definitely a lot of plugins. But just know that I care about each and every one of you listening to these podcast episodes. I've been listening to an episode of the Squared Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.